this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and this is the Sean Yankee Show. So no matter where you're at or when you're watching, you are right on time and in the right place. Let me say hi to everybody who's here. Get us started. All right. Lolly's here. Danan, Helen, Joan. Paul got first tonight, man. Wait, 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 wait. Nope. It's a three-way tie. Three-way tie. Paul, Lisa, and Aaron, all, and Joan, all commented at 701. That's amazing. I've never seen a three-way tie before. That's amazing. But hey, Dolores. Hey, Joan. I already said hi to Joan, but hi again, because she's here in two places. She's here on YouTube as well. So is Dana. All right. Hey, Tracy. Sharing is caring. Please share the show. Please get this out. Uh, this is just a little independent show, completely dependent on the viewers, you guys, to get this out and share it. Invite your friends, tag somebody, get somebody in here. This is a lot of fun. It's a discussion-driven live chat show. That's what we do. We have a conversation every night. We gather and talk about anything and everything. The only real thing that we believe in in our core philosophy is if it can be destroyed by the truth, then it should be. And that's what everything centers around. But we do different themes each night of the week. On Wednesday nights, tonight, it's conspiracy theories and chill. On Wednesday nights at the Sean Yankee Show, we hang out and we talk about conspiracy theories. Anything and everything. Anything you want, bring it up. Bring it up. Talk about it conversation in the comment section is always lively 
especially on Wednesday. And I will try to keep up. I do my best, but it's always very interactive around here. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on in the comments. So I'll try to keep up with you. I do have a video picked out to watch with you to get our conversation going, but we can talk about anything and everything. There are a few little news stories I wanted to get into before we get good and going, and then we'll start tonight. But tonight's Conspiracy Theories and Chill, and uh, thank you for tagging people. I appreciate that. Paul's got us casted up on the TV. That's what you can do on YouTube. See, YouTube's not as fun to watch videos on, but there's a lot of things you can do there. Each platform has their own strengths. And that's one of YouTube's. You can put me up on the big screen. The nighttime is the right time. And it is the right time. No matter when you're watching us, though. Don't, don't feel like you're late if you're here later on. Or if you're listening on um, our podcast platforms. We're now up on podcast platforms. I, 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 I want to say which ones. Spotify for sure. So if you're listening on Spotify or later on Gab. Go ahead and comment still. Take part in the show, but make sure to like and share. Please get this out. Please help us grow. I'd really appreciate that. Hey, Carrie, I love how y'all rep Kentucky, you and Lisa. I'm from Kentucky. I grew up there. Hey, CJ. All right. So anyone I missed, I apologize, but we got a lot of things to get to tonight. One of the first things I wanted to talk about, it's not really a story. It's not even really that interesting. I just love when fake people fall. And, you know, it's not like she's falling that far at all, really. But Ellen, Ellen has lost her shiny, nice lady, funny, funny girl, cool to hang out with image. And it's been disclosed and come to the surface that she's really a demon. She's awful. She really is. She's notorious for it in the club circuit. And, and, and I, I've heard about her forever. It was it was very devastating to me to hear that she was awful because I really liked her. She's funny. This goes to show you that you don't want to meet these people. You don't want to know them. I like the Ellen that did stand up in the 80s. I don't know this Ellen. You know what I mean? But even that Ellen was a piece of shit. And I just love when that gets exposed. But she's a bully. She abused her staff. All kinds of things. She's just a mean person. She really is. But, you know, to give you a little backstage info about comedians, a lot of us are miserable. <laughs> it is a profession that is rife with depression. And... She's probably just a very sad, miserable person. It's just nice to see her little image get shattered. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I like this one, too. And it's fitting for tonight, especially the topic. I've got a topic video picked out to get us going, get us talking. And it, it, you'll see why this shirt fits really well with it when we get going. But, El, yeah. Bye-bye, Ellen. You know, and anyone that replaces her, anyone that gets a new talk show and becomes the next America's sweetheart will be phony too, but so it's not like we get something back better. It's just 
one phony gets to be taken down a peg. Right? It's heartbreaking to see the real. You know who else bums me out a lot? Now that I've you have Twitter and you get to meet these people a little bit more than you usually used to anyway. Stephen King. I love Stephen King. His books. He's very talented. He's a very great writer. He's very underestimated, honestly. I think it'll go down in history as one of the better writers of all time. His political views, his views, period, is just shit. He is a fear monger. He pushes propaganda. He buys into all the bullshit. Either that or he's helping sell it. Either way, I'm disappointed. And see, that's what would be nice if something like that would come to the surface, the real truth about what Ellen's involved in. You know, she goes to these spirit cooking parties. She's in those circles. She's in that club. And Bette Midler, another huge disappointment. Very talented. Not taking anything away from her talent, just saying as a person, disappointing. Oh, man. Allegedly. 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 There's a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. I don't feel like it's necessary all the time to say allegedly, but Babel's tells me all the time I should say it's my opinion. Allegedly. Whatever Paul's referring to. He, right now, he's acting as my lawyer. Well... You just don't get to a level in, in entertainment in this world without being an insider. You know, I'm not saying there aren't flashes of lightning. I'm saying they are subdued quickly and, and brought into the fold. Elizabeth says fallen idol syndrome. Well, you know, it just teaches you you shouldn't build these people up. You know, there's nothing wrong with me, and I still do appreciate Stephen King's writing. I just no longer want to have a beer with him, you know. I want to read his books. I, I appreciate his gift, but I don't want to hang out anymore, you know. He, there was a time when, you know, you, you, you daydream about, like, three people you would go out to dinner with, spend a day with, you know, all that shit. He used to be high on that list, if not top really look up to him yeah i like his books and i agree with kathy she said i think stephen king knows things how he knows is in question also the divine miss m the cruise and holly parody is fucking hysterical though oh he's amazing Amazing and underrated. Very underrated. You know, and his agent told him early on that if he kept writing horror stories, he would be underrated. He wouldn't be appreciated as the writer that he really is. He has a lot of other novels and stories and, and other things besides horror. Just a lot of people that aren't real fans don't know about it because the horror is what rises to the top. And that's what he's known for. He's a great writer. 
But in just a little bit, we'll officially kick off our theme. Like I said, I have a video that I want to watch with you guys to get our conversation going. I have a few things I want to talk about based around some stuff that me and my son have been talking about. Let me ask you this. He's been asking if we could do like a podcast. Would that be something that would interest people? Like he's opening his eyes to things. He sees that things are wrong and we have these deep conversations all the time and he asks all these questions and he thinks it would be really good as a podcast. I don't know. I don't want to oversaturate. You know, there's a lot of me out there right now, but maybe that would be something cool. Like awakening through the eyes of a teenager. What do you think? You interested in that? Would that be something you'd listen to? Cause I started a new podcast channel for this show. And actually, I'm going to give you the link to Anchor. It is the dashboard for this. But you'll be able to find everywhere that our show is now a podcast. So if you want, you can listen to it and download them, the episodes, and play them in your car even. So um, that's the link to do that. I just put it in all the platforms, and I'll put it in the other platforms when I upload this other places, but Kathy, thanks to a father son's podcast. We'll see if it takes off. I'll just put it up as a podcast on the anchor channel and see what people think. I, I think it could work. You know, I'll just record it. I'll just record. Cause we're just having these conversations anyway. There is, I, I think so too. It, it's something I would want to listen to, but you know, we'll try it out. Kathy says a new niche, 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 niche. How do you say that? Exploit that shit for good. Hey, we're already having the conversation. I might as well record it. You know what I mean? See how it turns out. It would be cool. I think so. I mean, I'm already in the conversation. They're great conversations. I, I would think so. I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Melissa asks, who would be the target audience? I don't know. I think his age group. I think that's who we'd be shooting at. His age group. The younger generation. Right. Let them know it's it's okay to not conform. Let them know it's okay to think for themselves. Teach them real history. Talk about things that they're learning about in school. Teach them what's really going on. Things that me and him talk about. I think it might be interesting. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. I want to get us kicked off and start our night off. It is Wednesday night, and Wednesday night at the Sean Yankee Show, we hang out and talk about conspiracies. So I want to get started with our theme tonight.
Did you know that the United States is a corporation? Well, it's true, and it has been since 1871. You see, right after the Civil War, when the nation was devastated, Congress, with no constitutional authority to do so, passed an act known as the Act of 1871, which created a separate form of government for the District of Columbia with its own constitution. And our original constitution went in the trash can, and we ceased to be a republic with the stroke of a pen, literally. You see, what they did is actually very clever. They just changed one word in the title of the Constitution. Just one word, and then capitalized the sentence. The original document read, The Constitution for the United States of America. But the altered version reads, The Constitution of the United States of America. Seems insignificant, doesn't it? Well, apparently it isn't in a legal document. Those little differences in the two constitutions are very significant. And that legal trick made it possible to erase our sovereignty. You see, what Congress did with the passage of the Act of 1871 was create an entirely new document, a constitution for the government of the District of Columbia. The kind of government that they created was a corporation. The new altered constitution serves as the constitution of that corporation and not of America. See, by changing that one word, this corporate constitution does not benefit the republic anymore. It serves only to benefit the corporation. It does nothing good for you or me, and it operates outside of the original constitution. So instead of absolute rights guaranteed under the organic constitution, we now have relative rights or privileges. One example of this is the sovereign's right to travel which has been transformed under corporate government policy into a privilege, which we must be licensed in order to engage in. Now, this operates outside of the original Constitution, but there's many examples, hundreds and hundreds of examples of rights that have been stripped down and now renamed privileges. So what Congress did was committed treason against the people. The people were considered sovereign under the Declaration of Independence in the Organic Constitution. And according to Webster's Dictionary, sovereign is defined as chief or highest, supreme, supreme in power, superior in position to all others. Now, our government was created by and for sovereigns, and that's the significance of changing for to of. It transfers the power from the people to the new corporation of the United States. And they stole our republic with a legal trick and created a corporation that gives them the ability to sell our country off to international bankers all the way back in 1871. And they've been playing us for fools ever since. The president of the United States of America is nothing more than a glorified CEO and democracy in this country is a complete and total sham. It's nothing more than elaborate theater for the masses to give us the illusion of being involved. None of it really matters, and it hasn't mattered for quite a long time. The concept of America that you and I have been sold our entire lives is a lie. In reality, we were never this shining example of freedom and democracy. We are a corporation and the muscle of the global elite agenda. This entire world all of it, in fact, 
is an intricate web of lies and nothing is as it seems. In reality, evil forces control this earth and hoard all of its wealth and resources, and they have for hundreds of years. And this is a fact. The New World Order, or whatever you want to call them, is real. And if you want to know who they are, all you have to do is follow the money. It's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. This whole world, all of it, is a lie. And there is true evil behind it pulling the strings. And they have bought everything up. All the control, all the nations of the earth, they own it all. These governments and politics is all theatrics, a show put on for the people so that they don't look behind the curtain. America is a sham. Our democracy is a sham. Our constitution has been usurped. We need to wake people up. We need to get people aware of this stuff. Now, this has been just a little trip down hidden history lane. But we know there are hundreds of thousands of examples of things like this. This world is an intricate web of lies. It is a matrix. We do live in a matrix. We live in an alternate reality. Think about it. Ever since you're little, what are you taught about America? You're sold this bullshit story. And the people selling it to you, they're not evil. They don't have evil intent. They don't even know that they're lying to you. They bought the damn lie themselves. And that's how it's done. Throughout history, people have tried to tell us what's going on, what's really happening behind the curtain, and what always happens to those people. I was going to share a quote in this video, but I can't do it any justice. So I'm going to go ahead and play it for you now. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. But I do ask, But I do ask every publisher, every editor, and every newsman in the nation to re-examine his own standards and to recognize the nature of our country's peril. In time of war, the government and the press have customarily joined in an effort 
based largely on self-discipline to prevent unauthorized disclosures to the enemy. In times of clear and present danger, the courts have held that even the privileged rights of the First Amendment must yield to the public's need for national security. Today, no war has been declared. And however fierce the struggle may be, it may never be declared in the traditional fashion. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. And yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. No missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. It requires a change in outlook, a change in tactics, a change in missions by the government, by the people, by every businessman or labor leader, and by every newspaper. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. Sorry about that. There's a delay. And I got carried away peeping out with you and got caught in that delay. That's what happened. I like how Paul is tagging celebrities. Live your dreams. Reach for the sky. You know? So a lot of people were having a lot of conversations during that. I was peeping out with you, but I, I kind of watched just to see what you guys were talking about. Some people are upset and think I'm shitting on America or feel like I might be shitting on America. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you like it is. That's all. I'm just presenting the information. It's a corporation. And a lot of what we're sold is theatrics. What's really going on is not what we're being presented. That's true and demonstrably true. Now, I wouldn't wish to live anywhere else. I want to make this place what it's supposed to be. This is my home. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of your home. But you have to be honest about it as well. Or you can't better it. You know, we have to face the dark things about us and our true history as well as the good. It's okay to love America. But let's not be in denial about things, you know. 
you know, you have to be honest. And part of being a patriot is is wishing and wanting and, and fighting and striving to better the country. You know. And I got your six as well. We all got each other's back around here. We're family. But this is the kind of stuff me and Zach end up talking about out in the shed. He's learning U.S. history, but it's bullshit history. It's what's told to these kids as real truth, but it's not. And then he told his history teacher because he came home and I don't remember what brought this up. We recently talked about the act of 1871. He came home and he told me about something and I told him about that. He went back and told his teacher. His teacher didn't know about it, man. How do you teach U.S. history to future adults, high school U.S. history, and you don't know about the Act of 1871? He told him it wasn't real, but, you know, he had backbone about it and told him to go ahead and Google it, and he found out it was, and then he told him to get back to him after he learned about it. See, that's why the most indoctrinated are the most educated, because you bought into this bullshit. And this is what I feel, Paul. I agree with you. DC is actors on a stage presenting us the illusion that we are in control. We're being played for fools by two wings of the same bird that it's working against us all. Now, people may try to use these corrupt platforms to get to some level of power with good intentions even. Paul happens to think that Bernie had good intentions. A lot of people feel like Trump had really good intentions. So however you feel politically, there's two good examples. Let's say they did. The system itself has bad intentions. And until the system itself is changed, nobody can change it. And the only one that could change the entire system is us, we the people. We have to take back our country. We have to take ownership of our situation. Nobody could go in and change it from the inside. One did try. Kennedy, he tried. He, he got in. He tricked them. He got their support, made them think he was one of them, got in, did what he wanted to do, started doing his own agenda, did more than they wanted to allow him to do, and they killed him in a visible and dramatic fashion and then made what Paul the next five presidents ride around in that car with the holes in it to remind them what happens when you step out of line because you don't get to that level any level like we were talking about entertainment but any level without the support of the establishment and the powers that be You don't. You can't. Like someone like Trump could because he could buy his way in. But once you're in, what real power do you have? What? Why wouldn't your fate be the same fate that awaited John F. Kennedy when he decided to take on the system, wanted to shatter the CIA into a million pieces and take on the real people, the real owners 
who own and control everything and all of it. They have names and addresses and they get away with it every day because nobody pays attention to them because these distractions keep us occupied with other things. Aaron says political theatrics, agent provocateurs, and agents of programming. There's an evil agenda that rolls over us all. And, and how does it get so much done? How does it accomplish so much if the system isn't completely in line with it? And why wouldn't the system be completely in line with it? We all know, and, and it's demonstrably true, that we have two constitutions and this is really a, a corporation. The only thing that's left to accept is that the politics is theatrics on the national stage. And once you see that no matter what they show you, what pretend fights they have, the same agenda moves forward no matter who's president and has forever. I think it's undeniable. Zuckerbuck happened. Hugh says his feed's looping. Zuckerbuck happened. Aaron brought up they're either related or wear the same clothes as the rituals, at the rituals. I don't know what he's talking about there, but there is basically about well, they publicly say 13 bloodlines that basically run and rule everything, own everything. These families that have all the power, all the control, all the resources. But like I'm saying, if you follow the money to the top, you get to your answers. And they do. They have a globalist agenda. They want a one-world government, one-world currency, one-world religion. Their agenda is Luciferian. They all share these traits. There's common denominators. It's undeniable. And their agenda is Luciferian. And you got to tell me, see, you could be talking to somebody else. This is what's hard about this night in particular. Because we talk about passionate subjects on Conspiracy Theory Night. So sometimes it's really hard to follow what you guys are talking about because I, I got to play with what I see and where I'm looking at it, it's bringing in all the comments from three feeds. So I can't tell if you're replying to somebody or if you're talking to me, can't tell the difference. They all look the same to me. So I'm trying to elaborate, but I don't want to, I talk in circles sometimes. And I don't want to do that. I'm going to look through the comments and try to get up with you guys. Paul agrees that it was the next five presidents. I thought so. I never trust myself with numbers. I'm bad with numbers, but I thought it was five. It made him ride around in that car with the holes in it. Why would they do that? You think that the government was just hurting for money and couldn't afford a new limo for the president? No, they wanted him to know. They wanted him to ride in that car everywhere they go and see what happens. And you're right, Hugh. Zuck 
fuck a bird. He's our arch nemesis. I notice he ain't been showing his face on YouTube anymore. Uh oh. Why? Kerry said he supports the concept of Zionism 100%. A lot of politicians do too. A lot of politicians do too. And so do the Luciferians. And why don't I, I? I don't know. That would take a long time to get into. We can get into it, but I feel it's the evil agenda. This is the deception. It's not one event. It's all these events. In the age of deceit, everything is a lie. And again, this goes back to the very beginning of every show. There's a disclaimer. This is just my opinion. And you're even more informed on spiritual matters than me. But what I see is the beast system moving biblical prophecy into place but turning it all upside down. So what I see is the Luciferians have control of the Holy Land and they're selling it as true Judaism being the home and what it represents and all of that. When real Jews in that area protest openly against the Zionist agenda that is really running that country, what it really is about, and I am not in favor of this endless war that they are in favor of. And I just really believe that that is the beast system. At least their political governmental arm. And that agenda serves the globalist agenda. These are just, I don't know, a few reasons why, why I don't support Zionism. Support for the protection of Israel. Is is that what it's sold as? Uh, I would I would be willing because I respect your views and I'd love to hear your perspective. I'd be willing to have a like a debate, like an Oxford style debate, where I present why I disagree with that statement, and then you can tell me why you feel that way. You know, but I, we're we're pretty far apart on this one, I think, which is okay. I like to learn. So anything you could teach me for why I should change my views, I would love to hear it. I'm open to hearing it. I pay pretty close attention. Tracy said God's words, God's word will not return void. This spiritual battle has already been won. Armor up and stand your ground. Sandy said, I see you're playing with a cigarette. Oh my God, I'm smoke free 56 days and I'm still counting. Fuck, hardest thing I've ever done is quit smoking, but I deal with this. My issue. 
I didn't, I, you know what? I fidget. It's either the pen and I don't know how often you catch me doing it, but I got to do something. I'm a busy body, right? So I either swivel, play with the pen or I play with this cigarette. Now, the reason why the cigarette's even out is because for some reason in my head, like having it out on the table is, is more comforting to me because I know I try not to smoke during the live for as long as I possibly can. I always cave, but I try not to do it for a long period of time. And uh, having it out soothes me. I don't know. and But I just pick it up and I'll play with it. Because I fidget. It's how I deal with uh, nerves during the feed. I want to quit. I do. And any tips you can give me, I would love to. Uh, I would love to hear them. I've tried patches. I've tried gum. I've tried cold turkey. And honestly, cold turkey worked the best, but I only made it six months. I tried that too. Aaron said if he could replace it with cannabis, he would quit. There's not enough cannabis, man. It's it's you just smoke too much. Tracy quit with a vape. A girl at work was recommending a vape to me today. She was recommending I get those jewels. But I don't know. Joan says when she quit, if I didn't come keep some with me all the time, I would not have been able to. You know what? That's why I've always failed. And anytime I've quit... Like you'll get an urge and you'll bum one off somebody and then you'll feel bad about bumming one off somebody. So you'll buy your own and then you smoke that whole pack. That's what happens to me. But I don't know that I could have one and not smoke it. I saw a troubling statistic today and then I'm giving you time. So I'm going to give the comment section a little time to keep catch up with me. There's a 30 second delay, but. Anything you want to talk about, bring it up. If you, We can stay on the same subject. I just don't want to do that if that's not what you want. This is supposed to be where we can talk about anything. So if there's something else, or if you've been trying through the whole feed to get it out and nobody's paying attention to you, now's the time to do it. Because I saw a statistic that was disturbing. I was disturbed by this statistic. For somebody that wants to talk for a living, I sure do have a lot of trouble with it sometimes. But 71% of Gen Zers don't qualify for the military due to obesity. And other reasons, like criminal records. Drug problems, passing the drug test, that's a big one. But obesity, man, is such a problem that 71% of military age kids wouldn't qualify because they're too, too big. Thank you. I appreciate that. Joan says the vapes are really bad for you. Hey, if you guys would let me, I want to show you something. I made a commercial uh, for our merchandise store a few weeks ago. And I've been playing it and I really like it. It's cool. It turned out good. 
I made a better one. And it's better because I'm running a sale. So I want to show you this real quick. And then I'm going to catch up with your comments and get the conversation back on track. You already know that the Sean Yankee Show is the home of the most dangerous shows on the internet. But did you know that we also have sweet original merchandise? Yeah, we do. And you can help us to reach our goals, support our shows, and also get some high quality original Sean Yankee Show swag for yourself all at the very same time at the Sean Yankee Show Merchandise Store. We've got it all. The best original t-shirts, sweet premium hoodies, as well as collectible stickers, coffee mugs, and much, much more. So head to the Sean Yankee Show store at tsys-store.myteespring.co. Support our shows in style at the Sean Yankee Show merchandise store. Stay tuned. There's much more show to come. Am I the only one that dances during that? But yes, I'm running a 10% off sale. Everyone can get 10% off your entire purchase at the Sean Yankee Show store. We have all kinds of stuff. Coffee mugs, stickers, long sleeve shirts now, CJ, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to add like some jackets, some hood, more hoodies, more stuff. I can make socks. I can do anything. So check it out. And I'm also going to add digital content. I don't know what yet, but I'm going to come up with some other stuff. They have digital stuff now that you can put on there. I caved. I lit it. Carrie says, although some of you may disagree with me, that's still cool. I don't devalue you because we may disagree. I'm still going to defend Israel and the Jewish state. We can agree to disagree. Um, I just feel like it's a, decept a deception that's going on. And I have, to, I have to say that, but that's my opinion. It's my view. I don't discredit yours. And again, would love to hear how you came to feel that way or why you feel that way. I, I always, always dance during that. But isn't that cool? It was hard to cram. That has every t-shirt in it. Every t-shirt in our store is in that commercial. That's hard to fit all 14 in there. It's only, it's only a 79 second commercial. Lisa says, stand with Israel as well. Can I ask you a question just out of curiosity? I just, I'm really dying to ask it, but I got to ask you, you do understand that we're the military arm for the Zionist globalist one world agenda, right? And they don't give one shit about the United States of America. You're a patriotic. You care about America. They don't. 
They don't have countries. They don't have, they own it all. They give a shit. We just happen to be the, the muscle for the globalist agenda, the Zionist globalist agenda, which they've got you convinced the religious hub of it is in Israel. Wouldn't it just make sense that they're deceiving you? You agree that evil controls the world. They own everything and they have a Luciferian agenda. I think up until then, we're up on the same page. But you think this one thing is on the up and up? I just have a couple. That, those were my questions. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But yeah, yes, right? Yes, fuck the New World Order. I totally agree with you. But right, but they want the truth brought to the surface as well, wouldn't they? Would, if a deceptive, if a snake was in your house, wouldn't you want it exposed? I, perhaps, perhaps I'm open to that. I'm never, never close-minded to being wrong. And Lee, I think, said it earlier. I will always own it. If I'm wrong, I will own it. I'm not disputing this. I'm not. I don't know that I'm getting my point across. I don't know that I'm being clear. I, I realize that. What I'm saying is those that are in control of the earth right now are deceiving the people. So I question absolutely everything. And then there's a lot of disturbing things about Israel that bother me. Like, did you know they have universal health care? That pisses me off, man. Like, I happen to be poor, live in poverty. And that's on me. You know, I'm American. I should pull myself up on my bootstraps, right? I should. And I will. I will. Because I'm not easily defeated. I don't give up. So one day I'm going to be kicking ass. I will have fat stacks. I know this. But right now I struggle. And a lot of people do. A lot of people have EPS. I struggle from empty pop pocket syndrome. Now, I just find it funny. They, they have free college. They have universal health care. They get tons and tons and tons of aid a year from the United States. From us, from taxpayers. I don't know why we can't have that stuff. Well, I do know why. And you do too. It's just funny that they have it. I'm going to, I'm looking to see if anybody else is talking about any other conspiracies. Because like, I'm fine with us staying on Israel. But me too, me too, Samuel, man, I barely have two pennies to rub together. And I've always been that way, but I work hard. I'm, I work six days a week, work overtime every week at my job. Babel's has two jobs. 
Just shit's expensive, man. It's expensive to be poor, too. Like the Midnight Rider is going to get StreamYard. And I was telling him, he asked me how much it is. And I was telling him how much it is a month, how much I pay. And I was like, it's cheaper if you can do the year. You save, you get two months free if you do the year. That's how they get you. They get you like that on all kinds of little things. you damn right, Lee. Oh, Hugh, I'm sorry. I messed up. But he said, don't let any of these things divide us. We know how the story ends. It's all division. That's what they want. Money is pretend. All of it. It's imaginary. It's a slave system. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that the Midnight Rider might ride tonight. I don't know, man. I I kind of disagree. Information is good as long you sh you give it that power. Melissa said none of this helps. It's divisive. But you give it that power. You know, I love that Carrie disagrees with me and he's still here. And he's okay with disagreeing with me. I love that. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. Like, you know, one of my favorite things about this show is that we do talk about things like this. And they're uncomfortable. They're hard. They're difficult conversations, but we grow from them. And that's good. And I may get my mind changed. Who knows? And that's how I'll come closer to the truth. That's how I'll come closer to the truth with everything. Like William Cooper used to say, listen to everything, believe nothing. And take it in. And if something offends or triggers you, ask yourself why. Look at yourself and figure out why. Why does it bother you? If you're secure in what you believe, it shouldn't. So maybe you're not so secure. Something's wrong. Something's off. It's in you. So look inward when that happens. And don't be afraid of information. You might learn something new. You might find out you're wrong. We are. We are stronger together. And patriots don't want free. I don't I don't I didn't say anybody did, but you're gonna be put on an allowance whether you like it or not. Look at that, that looks cool. You're gonna be put on an allowance whether you like it or not. Crammed in the smart cities, juice cards, or are you gonna live in the woods with me and Babels? I mean, that's what your choices are gonna be. Gonna be throat punches and machetes or Vax cards and smart cities and no possessions and rations and allowances. If you're good, if you fall in line, do what you're supposed to do. They're crippling the economy right now. Right now. 
This is a war. It's a spiritual war. And I get it. I love I love America too. We're in the end times. So much bigger than the United States of America. Right now we're citizens of the world. We have to think that way because they're thinking that way. And they are our enemy, all of us. You know, Paul was talking about on the Midnight Rider the other day about John Teeter, time traveler. He describes the Civil War. You know, he is supposedly a time traveler. This is his views. This is what he says happens. But that the Civil War here in the United States between us and the government and Russia takes our side, the people. And it ends in nuclear war. A lot of people are wiped out. We are heading for this. I'm not saying we're going to head for what John Teeter said. I'm not saying he's a legitimate time traveler. I, I brought that up to plug the Midnight Rider. I'm saying, don't you see the writing on the wall? Even like the most mild people I know, know that things are super messed up. Hell, right now, we have an illegitimate president in the United States of America. Think about this. Think about how insane what is happening right now is. You have the National Guard rolled out across the country, an illegitimate president, a rigged election. The legitimate president is silenced on all social media. Red flags everywhere. You know, I'm going to jump on this just to just to talk about it for a second. Y'all ever looked into this? How often the Simpsons predict the future? How often they get it right? For instance, the Simpsons where Trump is running for president exactly how he announced his, his run for president. Down to the escalator ride, all of it. Molly says the governor of Ohio. I was going to bring this up. Let me show you. I'll show you. I'm going to look for it while uh, while you read what she said there. But they're giving away money to get this juice. You can enter a sweepstakes if you're vaccinated to win a million dollars. They're going to do million-dollar giveaways to people who get the juice. If you can prove you've had your vaccine, you can get paid in the shade. And I'm going to show you this. This is from Twitter. This governor's tweets about this. It says, uh, Governor Mike DeWine, two weeks from tonight on May 26th, they're going to start announcing winners. A separate drawing for adults who have received at least their first dose of the juice. And the announcements will occur each Wednesday for five weeks. And the winner each Wednesday is going to receive a million dollars. 
The pool of names is going to be derived from the Ohio Secretary of State's publicly available voter registration database. And they're going to make available a web page for people to sign up for the drawings if they're not in the database that they're already using. It says the Ohio Department of Health will be sponsoring, be the sponsoring agency for the drawings and the Ohio lottery will conduct them. The money will come from existing federal coronavirus relief funds. To be eligible to win, you must be at least 18 years of age or older on the day of the drawing. You must be an Ohio resident and you must be vaccinated before the drawing. He says that people may say, Governor DeWine, you're crazy. But this million dollar drawing idea of yours is a waste of money. But truly, the real waste at this point is the pandemic. When the vaccine is readily available to anyone who wants it, is a life lost to COVID-19. Million dollars a day, five days, if you can prove you're juiced up. That's crazy, right? Don't think people ain't lining up. Man, I'm I figured out how I'm gonna retire. All I got to do is get my juice, and I got a real good shot of getting a million dollars. CJ says that all presidents are illegitimate, selected, not elected, owned by Zionist Jewish bankers. Not even for a million dollars. Look, you can get a free donut, a million dollars. A lot of jobs are giving you bonuses. You can go to any college in the United States. Shit, eventually they may make college free if you get a juice jab. What's what? What would it take? I know. I'm just teasing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing will get me to inject. Samuel says the Simpsons predicted XRP to hit 589. What? I have hundreds of them bitches. So I'm going to be rich. I'm good. Y'all don't worry about me. I'm good. Worry about you. No. I do have hundreds of them bitches, though. Exactly, right? Like I've said over and over again, them wanting us to have this so bad makes me know I don't want it. I wouldn't care what it was. They could be like, man, this delicious chocolate bar. You got to have this. Like, damn it. I like chocolate. Now I can't eat chocolate no more. Melissa says she's not a fan over slobbering over which cult is more evil. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm not a fan of that either. You know... Speaking of shit getting bad, you know, they're talking about this summer being really violent over and over and over again. And then you couple that with these gas shortages that we're having. There's talking about lines all the way down the street to fill up. People are hoarding gas. And what's going to happen when the cutoff of the supply chain from that tanker hits everyone? All these shortages are coming to people. 
and I think a lot worse. Paul, do it for a McRib. You guys are so hard to follow tonight. I'm telling you, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. I think there's a fight going on, at least one to two fights. I there's there's talk of all kinds of things. It's just really hard to follow. But you guys are awesome though. I do love it. Pipeline reopened a few hours ago. Right on. So everything should be back to normal soon. I don't think we're getting ready to head to normal though. I don't know about you, but I don't think so. I really don't. I really don't. This is this is going to be better if you can see it. And well, I don't know. I don't know. Here, I do know for sure I want to play you this just because I want to talk about it. And then while we're listening to this, let me know if you want to hear a piece from CNN about how what happened at January 6th is the worst thing that's ever happened in, in the world. And these people are the most violent people ever and need to be censored and detained and silenced and suppressed. Anything you can do to get rid of these people and wipe them from the face of the earth would be top priority because they're domestic terrorists but it's from cnn so you know it's hot garbage propaganda but i thought it'd be interesting anyways the one thing i did want to show you i'm going to bring this in again and show you real quick this is theater two and i'm going to leave it to paul to tell you why in the comments but a lot of people like him i'm not saying anything bad about him and you guys might like this and appreciate it. You're from Kentucky. But check this out. This is Rand Paul grilling uh, Dr. Fauci about the fact that he funded gain of research studies on coronaviruses at the Wuhan labs. Go into the uh, biologics license application when we have a formal approval. Thank you. Thank you, Chair Murray. Senator Paul. Dr. Fauci, we don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S. and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus and then used this man-made super virus to infect human airway cells. 
Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund of Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting in a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function. That is you would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So they do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the to Wuhan do Virology you Institute. Why is it okay for him to sit there and lie in a hearing? Lie? He's lying. Outright lying. He is lying to his teeth. He absolutely did fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan labs through NIH. The highest paid government propagandist in the United States funded the research that they say released this virus. How can he sit there and lie in a hearing like that? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So Will he be held responsible for that perjury? Will will he pay a price for it? Doubtful. Doubtful. Well, he says we're not doing it, but if we are, it's okay. And here's where we're doing it. Sounds hunty. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, we're not doing it there. We're doing it here. He they funded that research in that lab. We talked about it way at the beginning of this. It's documented. It's out there. He's lying. He lies all the time. He's a professional liar. <laughs> right, Paul? And it's not gain of function. You know, just like with this vaccine, we've redefined what that word means. So, we didn't call it that. We called it bledigi. See, and, and, and it's different than gain of function because we changed three letters in the word or we did something and we tap our head three times before we do it. So it's not the same thing. It's different. Good. Good. You know, he caused a lot of deaths he, throughout his career. A lot. Uh, Judy Makovitz tried speaking out about 
Dr. Fauci and was ruined over it because he's in the big club and she is not. Paul says that fraud, she says this form of SARS looks like a combination of SARS and HIV and man-made. Interesting. Well, Fauci had a lot to do with HIV, a lot to do with causing a lot of deaths regarding HIV as well. Hugh said that fear porn. I remember this, dude. I remember these drills. He said, even as a kid getting under my desk with my hands behind my neck because the USSR might nuke us, fear porn, for as long as I can remember, yet here I am. Remember when they convinced us that this was what you do? If there's a nuclear attack, they did this to me too. Get under your desk, put your hands over your... And what's that going to protect you from? It's going to keep you from screaming and running around and acting a fool. That's it. Put you in a nice, safe place to die. I know you ain't talking to me this time. That one I know ain't aimed at me. Did you see Biden said it again? He said it before, but he said it again. In, in a press conference where he was asking questions that the press was being bad because they're asking him all these questions and he's not supposed to answer questions. You know, maybe it helps to see him. Hold on, let me let me let you see what I'm seeing. Because I think that helps. Look how lost this dude is all the time. And you know, ever since Jones brought it to my attention, Biden used to have blue eyes. Do your eyes change color? Is somebody here that knows, do your eyes change color throughout the course of your life? I don't know the answer to that, but he used to have vibrant eyes. I know that. I remember that. And now they're like black and empty, soulless. Look how lost he looks. It's elder abuse, what they're doing to him. But yeah, he's not allowed to take questions and he keeps doing it. So they need to get him on leash because he's out of hand. But he's... He's probably getting in a lot of trouble about it. <laughs> Keeps talking when he's not supposed to. He's not supposed to talk when he's not being coached. They don't like that. Sitting duck drills. Is that, yeah, they're just getting you in nice organized place Jones says the eyes don't change color that's interesting because his did oh wait 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 Aaron says Sky News shared a great video on the Chinese professor that teaches upcoming play virologist how to disperse a chemical bioweapon and he shared a bunch of screenshots on his timeline for those interested. Check it out. I want to tell you guys what's coming up this week on the show, though. Tomorrow night is rant night. Quickly becoming my favorite night of the show. We gather together. I complain. It's fantastic fun. And then Friday night, this Friday night, I'm very excited for our guest. Clinton Gordon is coming back on the show. Friend of the show, returning guest, 
great researcher, fantastic dude. You're going to love him. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen Clinton in a really long time, so it's going to be great. And that is all what we're doing this week on the show. But Saturday night is the Week in Review. That's my favorite. Every one of these is my favorite. You'll notice that. But the Week in Review is really fun because I get to hang out with you guys. We watch back highlights. I clip up highlights and edit it all up, make it fancy. And we watch it together every Saturday night and hang out. And it's a lot of fun. So come back for all of that. And then I want to tell you one more thing, one more little plug, and then we'll get back to talking. There's two events coming up on the Sean Yankee Show page on Facebook. The 300th episode, that's coming up soon. And everybody wants to come back for that. It's going to be a great show, but we're also going to give prizes away and fantastic games and super fun. And it's going to be extraordinarily fantastic. But then there is a fundraising event coming up. And this is a special one because it's going to be really cool. We're going to be completely uncensored, be able to talk about anything we want. But it is a paid one. So raise money for the show. So check out those two events. And uh, yeah, 300. Can you believe that? 300 of these. So we're going into phase 37. And uh, that's a serious phase. So we need to do a little fundraising event. And that's what that one is. And uh, we're trying it out seeing how it works but to go to that you'll have to buy a ticket it's $3.99 which ain't bad so it's going to be a five and a half hour event and we're going to do some videos I'm going to have a guest on I got a secret guest you're really going to like the guest it's worth the price of admission alone but we get to be uncensored which means we can talk about and and do anything we want because the only people that are going to be able to be at this feed paid to be there so unless a troll comes in pays for a ticket there will not be one there. It will just be peeps. But if you guys are ready, because this is my least favorite part of the night, it's time to wrap up the show for the evening. And I want to thank everybody for hanging out and supporting the show and the fantastic conversation. I will be watching back after and trying to respond to some of this. Uh, I noticed you guys had great conversation going on. I like to peep out, but thank you again for watching and supporting the show. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow night for rant night. Have a great night.